1: A change of seasons means adventures in rain, shine, mist, or snow, or all of the above on the same day. This season, prepare for every season with the Allbirds Mizzle Collection. With all condition traction and materials and features to keep you comfy and dry no matter what, you'll be ready for anything. Go to
0: Allbirds.com
1: and use code FRESHSOCKS for a free pair of socks with your purchase. A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code FRESHSOCKS. You're about to experience the life-giving teaching of Bishop Kevin Foreman, Senior Pastor of Harvest Christian Center. To find out more about Dr. Foreman and Harvest Christian Center, visit our website at www.harvestcc.me. And no matter what, remember, love God, love people, and love life. Now, watch this. Some of y'all saying, Bishop, what that song mean? I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Watch this. Check this out when you give your life to Jesus, check this out, he says he gives us his righteousness as a free gift Now, somebody else, what does righteous mean? It means you're in right standing with God it means you don't do everything right but he still treats you like you do see I wish there were some folks in here that knew they didn't do everything right but were glad that they still got treated like they do i don't say everything just right i don't walk every day just right but he still treats me like i do so when the song says i never seem the righteous forsaken that means god says i'll never leave you i'll never forsake you i'm gonna be with you now if i had about 150 of y'all that knew something about that I said if I had just about 150 of y'all that knew something about it I don't get it all right but he treats me like I do heard somebody next to you tell him say neighbor you may not get it all right but when you became a Christian he started treating me like you do Hallelujah, thank y'all so much, wonderful job. We wanna take this opportunity, everybody standing with me, we wanna take this opportunity to welcome those that are watching us on the internet campus and all of that, we wanna take uh, an opportunity to welcome all of those, here we got a list here for you that are watching, I need some monitor please, from Aurora, from US, from San Gabriel, California. From Arlington, Texas, from Inglewood, from Denver, from Denver, from Scottsdale, Arizona, Marietta, Georgia, North Point, Florida, US, US, where else? Denver, more Scottsdale. They like us in Arizona, because this is hot just all the time. Uh, Charleston, South Carolina, <laughs> Angier, North Carolina, Alfreda, Georgia. I'm so glad it finally warmed up in Georgia. They needed some warm weather. In Brooklyn, New York, Brooklyn. <laughs> Farmington, Missouri, uh, Missouri, Palm Bay, Florida, St. Paul, Minnesota, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Yarrington, Nevada, Charlotte, North Carolina, Havre de Grace, Maryland, Hemet, California, Wayne, Oklahoma, Fremont, North Carolina, Warrensburg, Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri, San Bernardino, California, Fayetteville, Akron, Saul, Manassas, Virginia, Governor, New York, Roar Roar, 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 Denver. Let's welcome all of those that are watching everywhere. Harvest, would y'all shout and let them know we're glad they're watching. Hallelujah, so we're so excited about that. I'd also like to take a moment real quick before we get into the Word uh, to just take this opportunity to thank uh, the staff of Harvest, the Dream Team, as well as the Tears of Leadership. Would you celebrate them today? <laughs> Bishop, what they do? I'm just saying thank you just because, just because. Just because. Just cause. Every now and then you need to let the people that you appreciate know that you appreciate them just because. So we thank God for you. Amen. Y'all ready to get into this word today? This is the last message that we're going to be in in our series, Sins of the Father's Breaking Generational Curses. Have you enjoyed this series? Has it been good to you? Hallelujah. Lift your Bibles out. Let's make our confession. If you don't have a Bible, lift your phone or iPad or whatever you got. If you don't have nothing, just lift your heart. (laughs) I'm just joking. Lift your hand. Let's say it together. This is my Bible. It is the living word of God. It gives me abundant life. I am not just a hearer of the word. I'm a doer of the word. This word teaches me that I am more than a conqueror. My spirit and my mind are prepared to receive and apply the message. Hallelujah. Remain standing if you will. Go to Numbers chapter 14. Numbers chapter number 14. We are going to conclude our series, Sins of the Father's Uh, today, that's the plan. Uh, Some of y'all might get so free today that I can't finish. We'll see. Numbers chapter 14 verse number 18. Hallelujah. Y'all ready? It says, this is the verse we've been looking at every week in this series. It says, the Lord is long suffering or he's patient and he's abundant in mercy. Mercy is when God does not permit to happen to you what you rightfully deserve to happen to you he forgives say he forgives he forgives forgives iniquity and transgression iniquity is generational sin passed down transgression is when you willfully deviate from what you know to be the truth don't test the cookie you go test the cookie that's transgression but he by no means clears the guilty visiting the iniquity or the generational sin of the fathers or the previous generations on to the children to the third and to the fourth generation look at your neighbor say neighbor you look real great today but I realize you got some stuff so you can go and bust that religious spirit up sitting in here acting like you got it all together you ain't fooling nobody cause the books say he gonna go come visit to the third and the fourth generation so look at that other person next to you say tell him say so today on Super Bowl you might as well get free alright fine Father, in the name of Jesus, I decrease that you might increase. Father, speak now through me, Father, as we go now from not just identifying these curses, not just cursing these curses, but today to where we're going to break them. I said today to where we're going to break them. And I realize that everybody likes them, uh, excuse me, some people may like them, but I think there's some of us in here that say, no, I'm ready to break it. I'm ready. So, Father, for those that are ready for freedom today, I pray that freedom would show up And that it would break every single chain that has been holding your people back. Because today we make a declaration of freedom from every generational curse that has had us bound. And we thank you that it is so. In Jesus' name, would you do me a favor and high five, two or three people as you take your seats. Say, today I'm breaking them. Today I'm breaking them. Going to break them. Going to break them. Let me review real quick, and then we're going to move in this. In this series, we've learned that there are three primary forms of sin according to the Scripture. The first was sin, which is to miss the mark. The second was was transgression, which means to willfully deviate from what you know to be the truth or correct. And the third was iniquity, which we've learned has been generational sin that is passed down. And that's what we've been dealing with in this series. Please understand, some of the most difficult battles you will encounter are the battles of the generations before you. Please understand, some of the most difficult mindsets that there will be to break are the mindsets that your mama and them will raise with because they passed them down to you. And while it may have worked for them, it does not work for you. Being in an unhappy relationship may have worked for your mama and them, but that is not going to work for you broke may have worked for your mama and them but that cannot work for you having dysfunction in your bloodline may have worked for them but it's not gonna work for you touch somebody say i ain't gonna be able to do that i ain't gonna be able to do that i ain't gonna be able to do that i ain't gonna be able to do a curse another day of my life because i've wasted too many of my years playing with curses and acting like a fool i'm ready to shake something do something move I just need to know who I'm preaching to today because if I ain't got no faith, I can put the mic down and we can sing some more songs. Look at somebody saying, I ain't going to be able to do that. I ain't going to be able to do that. No, no, says. We've learned in this series that a generational curse is a destructive pattern of behavior that is passed down from one generation to the next, which means that some of the issues you deal with are linked to the generations before you. You're not 32, 42, 52, 62. Uh, truth is, you're probably about 200 and something plus. Because while you're sitting here today, you are really the collection of the mindsets that have accumulated through the years that were deposited into you in the environments that you were raised in. Well, watch this. Now, hear me. While Jesus forgives, please understand the actions and curses of the previous generations still live, but Jesus gives us power. Somebody shout, I got power power. over them. Now, 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 watch this. We learned in this series that a generational curse works like this. The sins of the fathers or the past generations of your bloodline visits down to the third and fourth generation. And we learn early on that that word visit is the same Hebrew word, Picard, that is used for pastor. In other words, the scripture says in Numbers 14, 18, that the Lord is long-suffering and abundant in mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression, but he by no means clears the guilty. He allows the iniquity of the fathers to pastor to the third and fourth generations. And we went through very elaborate, uh, under, a very elaborate understanding of what that word pastor means, but let me just make it real simple for you. What, check this out. Uh, your curse is preaching to you. Every time you try to rise up and do something graded in what your bloodline has done, your curse starts preaching. Your curse has been teaching you how to act. Your curse has been trying to tell you, you can't do that. You don't have this kind of education. You can't go over there. You messed up last year. You can't do this. Your curse has been teaching you. Your curse has been trying to lead you. That's what a pastor does. It it preaches. It teaches. It leads. Your curse, watch this, because the pastor also corrects. Check this out. Your curse has been incorrectly correcting you. Because you feel bad when you start doing good. Okay, I feel myself here. what's this. I I, I discovered something that your curse will try to make you feel bad when good stuff starts trying to happen to you. Because you're trying to figure out, well, how is this happening to me? I did this, and I did this, and I did this. But what you don't understand is is God says, I've come to break every chain, and I've come to set you free. So, no, you're not getting it because you deserve it. You're getting it because of my mercy. And you're getting it because of my grace. I I wish somebody would shout, "Thank you, Jesus! Thank, thank you for your mercy and thank you for your grace." What, what, what's this? You go get yourself something from the store. You feel guilty for days. You get an opportunity you never thought you'd ever have in your life, and you sitting there trying to well, why me? What? Well, shut your mouth. Your curse has been incorrectly correcting you, trying to put limitations and boundaries on you that your God has not put around you. And today I showed up with my orange and blue on to tell somebody it was the last day your curse is going to incorrectly And so because your curse has incorrectly corrected you, you screw up every good thing that happens to you. You find a way to ruin good stuff because your curse tells you, you you're going to lose it anyhow you're going to mess it up somehow you're going to do something wrong you always do something wrong because you're a screw up you're a mess up you're this you're that but you got to learn how to look your curse back and say shut up you got to get up out of my life I know some of the religious folk got offended ain't nobody stunning you bounce you better it's not the right one that wins the fight it's the loud one If right one, Jesus wouldn't have prayed for his will to be done on earth. It's the loud one. Say, I'm going to be the loud one. Yeah, when your curse says you're going to find a way to mess this up, you got to yell back at your curse. You a lie. You a lie. You know how I know you a lie? Because if his grace brought it to me, his grace will get me through it. His grace will make me keep it. When the Lord blesses, he adds no sorrow to it, which means if grace brought it to me, grace is going to let me keep it. Grace got you that job, so grace is going to keep it. Grace got you that promotion, so grace is going to keep it. Grace got you that breakthrough, so grace! What's this? What's this? (laughs) It's funny how grace gives you something and you try to maintain it by your own stuff. Grace got you up. Now, you, now you're trying to do it in your own strength. All right. All right. Yeah. Maybe they can't. Y'all can't hear me. Is that what it is? Oh. I just wasn't sure. Okay. Now watch this. <laughs> Generational curses are facilitated by familiar spirits, we've learned. And we understood that that term just simply means, the simplest definition of spirit uh, in the Hebrew is the word ruach, which means breath. It's actually the way a thing flows. That's the spirit. It's the way a thing flows. Because <laughs> when you breathe, you're creating a disruption in the atmosphere or the air around you. Uh, have you ever been like this morning where it's real cold and you breathe and you can see your breath? That, that's actually an interruption in the flow of the air around you. Oh God, I wish I wish I could help your neighbor here. Uh, w- w- which means the spirit, watch this. Th- this is why some of y'all, th- this is why, this is why you've been getting uncomfortable around certain folk. It's because their spirit, when it interrupted the flow around you, like mm. And rather than being a thermostat and reading them, you better be a thermometer and set them. So- Listen, you, ca- you better take that gossip up out of here. You can't come in my atmosphere with that. You better take that hating up out of here. You ain't coming in here with that. You be- All that slave talking, you better take that up out of here. You can't bring that in my atmosphere. So now watch this. Watch this. We in the Hebrew. Numa in the Greek, which means spirit, which in its simplest form, it means mindset. So check this out. Generational curses are facilita- facilitated by familiar mindsets. Check this out. Familiar spirit is a pattern of behavior that is common to people within a certain family or region. We've learned about that. It is the actions of someone in your bloodline before you're working through you. Now, here's where we, where we kind of ended a little bit on last week, and then I'm going to take us further. John 10.10 says, you know it. The thief comes, does not come, except to What? But I am come that you may have and have it. Now check this out. Here's what's interesting. I love Jesus because Jesus, he's just incredible. You know, and you understand? He's just all that. Put, put the scripture up for me. I want to see this. He, he, he's just all that. So touch somebody and say, he's all that. Put the scripture up for me, please. It says this. It says the thief, the kleptis, which is the Greek word, which means the thief who steals in secret. So it means the secret thief. They used to have a song that says they smile in your face. And the smile was the stealth. That's why sometimes God will let people disappoint you so that you learn that he is the friend that's sticking closer than a brother. He's your mother when you're motherless. He's your father when you're fatherless. He's what But the thief that steals in secret does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you may have life. Say it's a choice saying many Christians think once they get their life to God that everything well, the Lord ain't doing nothing, right? Because He did it. You, and, and matter of fact, He made it real clear. And He said, "And I'm done." That's why it really bugs me when preachers say, "And the Lord's getting ready to do this," and God's getting ready to do this. and I know what they mean. I know they mean well, but that's just that that don't that ain't Scripture. Because when He was on the cross, you know what He said? "It is finished. I'm done." Now the quality of the life you live, that's on you whether or not you succeed or not that's on you whether or not you obtain everything I said you have contained that's on you because I paid the price for your sin so stop saying I messed up I paid for that so it says the thief comes not the thief that comes in secret does not come except to still kill and destroy but I am come that you might have zoe in the Greek abundant life so so the word life there by itself means abundant life life to the overflow to where you got so much life that you're bringing other people back to life see stop thinking that life just consists of material things because you can have lots of material stuff and still not have life at the same time don't justify your poverty either you you see you see the interesting dichotomy that we have to have there don't well it ain't all about stuff well but you ought to have something he became poor that through his poverty you might have something. <laughs> Look at the neighbor and say, you need something. Need something. Need something. It's something. It's something. At the same time, don't let your something have you. Because please understand, if you a king, you a king, whether or not you driving alone- a hoopty or whether or not you rolled up here in a Rolls Royce you make the car don't let the car make you you make the clothes don't let the clothes make you when you put it on you made the thing look good it's important that we understand that because there's this interesting teeter-totter that sometimes exists in the minds of people where some people either people, humans tend to polarize so some people think well I don't have nothing bless God well you should read the book bless God And then some people say, I've got everything. I live in Denver. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't going to say nothing about that. There's a unique, uh, no, never mind, okay. No, 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 y'all ain't baiting me. Come on, basically, no, you're not baiting me. Okay, put the scripture back up. Uh Uh-uh, I know I to not take the bait. What's this? The scripture, there it is. I have come that you might have abundant life and then look what he does then he repeats it because he knew that he needed to say it twice number one to fulfill scripture because two is the number of a witness so whenever something needs to be established you say it two or three times but then he said i need to say it again he said because i realize sometimes you're so used to existing that you don't know what life is so he says i have come that you not just breathe But I've come that you might have life and then uh, uh, abundant life, Zoe, and that you might have it more abundantly. So he says the same thing twice. Now, now check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Uh, We learn a generational curse steals by stealth because you don't often know it's stolen something until it's taken everything. It is often until you look back at your life and say, where did that go? And what happened to that? And what happened to that? Now, you know, it tickles me when church folk talk about I'm going back to take everything the devil stole from me and church folk will tear the church up. Here's the problem. You ain't going to get that much from him. Bishop, why? Because you gave most of that stuff away. He ain't stole that much. <laughs> See, the church folk won't tear the church up when I say that. Now, if I said the Lord is getting rid of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when I tell you, but what about the stuff you gave him? You can't get back what somebody stole if you gave to them. That wasn't no theft. you just like here. But what I love about the God I serve is not only am I getting the stuff that he stole, but even the stuff that I gave him. Because sometimes the thief can be you against yourself. You're plundering yourself. you break into your own life in the middle of the night with a black thing over your head, stealing from yourself. Oh, but I got an announcement for somebody today. Yesterday was the last day you doing that to yourself. Lay your hands on yourself. Say, I will not steal from myself. I will not steal, will not steal my own joy. I will not steal my own peace. I- What's this? So we look, Deuteronomy 28, where we looked at, you all still with me? Amen, uh, it, it isn't an exhaustive list of generational curses, but it's a guidepost. And I said this to you on last week, just look at your life and your bloodline to see where there's an empowerment to fail. Because well, listen, that one wasn't one in the list, so I must not, but well, listen, <laughs> is it working? And I don't mean work according to your definition of work. Because most of our definition of work has been formed in a place called average. Well, it's good enough. Well, when you gonna get to a point where good enough ain't good enough? Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> you still here? So we looked at these uh, in Deuteronomy 28. I'm just gonna list them out because I give you the scriptures several times throughout the series. So if you've know not been here through the series, just get you the CD. See, I, I didn't see. Look, ain't got good. I didn't even call it tape. Bless his holy name. Watch this. Slavery and constant lack, emotional breakdown, confusion, chronic fear, repeated sickness, never succeeding at anything, life barrenness, sexual reproductive issues, marriage and family problems, financial insufficiency, being accident-prone, unnatural deaths, children being married to their destruction, being taken advantage of, weak and passive men, overbearing women. We've looked at all of those throughout the series. Uh, Those are all generational curses. In in, in fact, watch this. Can, can, Can I dive real quick? Some of you are like, what is he talking about Dive? Is he got a swimsuit in the back? No. So, that just means, listen, I, what I have to do is I have to take the word and I have to make it palatable for the receiver. So, so what that means then is that for someone like me who, who likes revelation and likes to revelate, that I then have to come out the deep end of the pool and I got to come over to the other side of the pool, which is cool. You got it? Because I'm moving you towards the deep end. don't sit up here and look at me because some of y'all when y'all came the most y'all knew is is the the jesus and you went to church at work and that's all you knew is jesus don't sit up here and act like you so we're moving but but check this out so when i say dive what i'm saying is can we go to my side of the pool right quick and i'm not saying that in a pretentious way i'm just saying can we go to the deep side of the pool together Watch this, watch this. In, in this nation, no, watch this. I want to help your neighbor. I'm going to help your neighbor. Uh, a, a few months ago, uh, or seven months ago, I did this uh, DNA thing because I wanted to know my ancestry because I knew what I was told, but I didn't know what the test said. So, as far as I was concerned, you know, I was about half Jeep Cherokee. <laughs> the limited edition, limited edition. <laughs> I'm with leather seats, leather seats now. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you know, you, you know, you're told stuff, right? How many of you've been told stuff by, by Big Mama and them or your daddy and them or whoever? and They say, oh, you know, we got this, we got Irish, and we got German, and see, that's why you like that's that's why you like French fries so much because you know we got. And that's why you eat pretzels because we got this and get that. You've you been told some stuff about you, but okay. So I said, well, I said, that's nice, but I said I wanted to test it, and so when I got the test, I was like, what? For real? I mean, you know. It was, it was just real remarkable. Check this out. The, the, it, the, many of the, of the Native American tribes that were in our country uh, and that were in this nation, as, as you know the whole story, of what took place. Now, check this out. Um, check this out. One of the things I discovered, particularly as it deals with the Cherokee tribe of Indians, was this. Was that in that culture, the woman was the dominant figure in the culture. And, and what happened is is that the oldest son was actually more of the leader than the husband was. Be, be, because, and I've taught on this before be, because what would happen is, is is that when there was an issue they'd go check with the mother's mother with the wife's mother. Because the men were put into a position of where they were the followers instead of the leaders. So what happens is you had men who were strong physically but weak mentally you you had men who barked but had no bite so the roles were completely reversed that was native to the Cherokee Indian tribe You're you're not getting what I'm saying so then if you just look at uh, patterns of cultures and people and people of all ethnicities that there is some level of Native American if you're in this country there's perhaps some level if you're born here some connection back to the Native tribes which by the way also were pagans they worship oh I feel it here the sun and the moon be a good church like you were here on New Year's Eve they worship the sun and the moon and they let the sun and the moon tell them what their days and their lives were going to be Okay, I, I tried to dive. Okay, let's come back. But so what are you trying to say? So, so, so there is stuff you are dealing with from folk that, that ain't even probably folk you even thought you were dealing with. So I checked. I checked. I said, I want to know I want to know everything in my blood. I said, so that way I can know what it is I got to conquer. So I got the test. I found it. And hey, let's commence to throwing down. What's this? Last week, here's where we ended. We're going to move. Y'all Okay. Proverbs 630, we learn this, people do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he is starving. Verse 31, yet when he is found, he must restore, how much? Yeah. That he may give, even if he may have to give up all the substance of his house. So we learned last week that generational curses are thieves. Right? right? We looked at that John 1010. 10. Now take this out. The scripture says that when you find a thief, right. and this is where we end it, which is the Hebrew word matzah, which means solve the riddle. When you solve the riddle of why your life is the way it is, yes sir. Right. Yes, sir. yes, sir. When you solve the riddle of why your bloodline seems to have this one particular thing that can't nobody seem to get past, Come on. Come on, sir. it means to detect as a detective. And then we looked at the last definition, which means to be gained as a harvest. It says that when you find a thief, that he has to repay you sevenfold, which we learned meant restitution, which was the maximum. Maximum penalty available under the law. All right, all right, all right, all right. Now, now say this. Say thief. thief. Yeah, I can, like you talking to. Say thief. thief. Yeah. Now who are we talking to? You're generational? First. Uh-huh. Say thief. thief. I, want I want my restitution. My restitution. Pay, me. Pay me. Okay. okay. So they said, Bishop, how do we get paid? I'm going to show you. <laughs> it's Sunday, but it's going to be like it's Friday night. I'm about to get paid, man. I'm about to so show him. And if you don't want to get paid, well, let the, I'll take yours then. I'll take it. And some of you got a problem even with that thought because you're so used to having to be down and out and broke, busted, and disgusted. Well, then you don't want to serve the Jesus I serve because the Jesus I serve says, I came to upgrade you. I came to lift you up. I came to... What's this? But not only are those curses thieves, but they're also invisible change. They're change, y'all. And you walking around and you look free you shout free but you're in chains you got chains all around your chains telling you you can't have that you ain't never gonna get that you never gonna you're gonna be just like your and you're working your whole life to not be like them but you just like them ain't you you said you would never treat your children like that and you're doing it you said you never ever do that. So you gotta be careful with never. She's a rough teacher. Woo, she's a battle axe. Leave her alone. Generational curses are invisible chains. You're trying to enjoy your day, but your curse says, come here. Come here. What are you doing enjoying this day? Look at all that hell you're dealing with. You're trying to make some progress in your life, and then you're come here. You, mean, you think, Oh, you think you're finna go somewhere? See, your curse is like a Ike Turner, that is. Rest his soul. Come here. You think you're gonna leave me? You gonna? I made you. I made you. You, you, you think? You 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 think? You, you 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 think you've prosperity? A blessed family. Where do you think you're going? You ain't going nowhere. Listen, if you die, I'll kill you. It's a line from the movie. It's a line from the movie. Line from the movie. So be like, what is he talking about? It's a line from the movie. Line from the movie. Ain't that the most crazy? If you die, I'll kill you. But your curse will talk to you like that, and you'll be like, for real? You'll be getting ready to break through and finally forgive. And that curse is like, come here. Forgive. If you forgive, they're going to get away with it. You better not forgive. Keep holding on to that. Because you do know unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting somebody else to die. You're finally getting ready to get the breakthrough. You've been praying for your whole life and the night before it breaks through your curse is like come here because what you didn't see watch this Abraham what you didn't see is while you were walking up one side of the mountain there was a ram that was walking up the other side of the mountain and you didn't realize how close you were to your breakthrough but your curse snatched you back but I think there's some people in this place today that said my curse has snatched me back from breakthrough for the last time You will finally get your self-esteem back. And then you're cursed. Come here. You don't look good. And don't sit up here and act like, Bishop, I just don't care. You a lie. And the men, too. Don't don't... (sighs) know. You're finally thinking, you know what? Life's going to be good for me. And your curse come here. Be good for who? You Leroy's kid. You don't even know Leroy. But you know his mama. Oh, I'm finna, oh, I feel a I feel a word of knowledge coming. You just saw to say, man, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your curse are invisible chains. Check this out. Now here's what you can do with your generational curses. You can either kill them, live with them, or reproduce them. Now, here's the trip about living with them. Living with them by default is, watch this, reproducing with them. You're intimate with your curse. Because you romance with it. I should just settle for this. Because watch this. Here's what your curse will do. But look, you're better than them, no? Soon not you be happy that you're better with them so your curse will make you watch this try to compare yourself to someone who was dealt a different hand than you only a fool compares himself to somebody that was dealt a different hand I can't have what you have if I wasn't dealt the same hand you were dealt so your curse will try to tell you well you may do this and do this but at least you don't smoke oh y'all ain't gonna say that to me I know y'all, I know, whatever. They shout no line. You don't do that, but, you know, at least you don't do that. You lie at nine then, but at least you don't lie like that. Your lies ain't big lies. Because watch this, because when you live with your curse, you reproduce with it. You're intimate with it. You get to know it and he gets to know you. You got how many choices? Three. You can kill it, live with it, or reproduce it. Now, take this out. Galatians 6.8. We're for move. Galatians 6.8. Here's what it says. For he who sows to the flesh will love the flesh, reap corruption, but he who sows to the spirit will love the spirit, reap everlasting life. Look at me. If you sow to the curse, what does that mean? Live with them and reproduce them. You're going to reap. The word corruption there means destruction. Amen. Now, we already found out what the curse wants to do in John 10.10. 10. What does he want to do? Okay, so now you make your choice. And before I preach the rest of this message, which I'm just about done, before I get there, I just need you to choose. That's it. That's it, that's it. I need you to choose. You ain't even got to shout your choice. You, you, you ain't even got to, you, you ain't got to push your neighbor and tell him your choice. You just need to make your choice. Scripture says, and you should decree a thing and it shall be established. Check this out. The word decree there means actually decide. You'll decide, and then it'll start lining up with what you actually decided. Okay? What's your choice? You only got three options. Okay? Okay? You can kill them, live with them, or reproduce them. Well, but, Bishop, you, see, you don't get it. Then nobody asks you nothing that requires a but. <laughs> just, you're just answering questions that nobody asks you. You understand? Okay. You got three choices. You made your choice? Now, for those that have chosen to kill it, I'll know because you're going to shout. So those that have chosen to kill it, let me know your choice. All right. All right. I know some of y'all, they shout too much at that church. You know what? If you started shouting, maybe you start seeing something. The book says that a shout is required before every wall falls. So every time I shout, I'm just knocking another wall down. Watch this now. Watch this. Okay. So, 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 so I, I put this. I put this three steps to, to, to killing him. Three steps to breaking the chains. Three steps to killing the curse. You got it? Y'all ready? Step one. Say something. <laughs> uh-huh. Y'all going to like this one. Say say something. say something. Here's the deal. Remember I told you earlier, it is not the right one that wins. It's the loud one. Now, check this out. Leviticus 26. Leviticus 26, verse 39. We're going to look at several verses there. Leviticus 26, verse 39 through 45. And I want, I want you to read this together with me so that we can, or actually I'll have you read it. Got it? Leviticus 26, verse 39. You got it? All right, here we go. Y'all ready? All right, ready? Read. Okay, so stop. So he's saying, listen, you're going to waste away in your generational sin, generational curses. Okay, now I'm going to read this next part. Also in their father's iniquities, the generations before them sins, which are what? With them, they shall what? Waste away. Okay, next verse. You read. Stop. So God is like, now I'm going to tell you what's going to happen if you don't say something. That was the verse we just read. He said, you're going to waste away. You know what that means? You're going to get up, go to work, come home, eat something, go to bed. And waste away in the same thing that killed your daddy. And waste away in the same thing that destroyed your mama. And somebody said, Bishop, they still living. You call that life? Be careful what you call life. That's breathing, baby. That's breathing. That ain't living. So I'm clear. I'm not saying that everything in your past generations is bad. But about most. Because you don't know it's dysfunctional until someone interrupts the cycle of dysfunction to tell you it's dysfunctional. If you woke up and everybody's way in the house was cussing everybody out, then when you do that, you're like, that's just how you talk. So when somebody says, who are you talking to? That's just how I talk. Because some of y'all, the way, you know, you know, in your house, the way they show love was cussing one another out. Beep beep, 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 Let's go get something to eat. Oh, y'all going to look at me like that? Ooh, church folks, something else. I need to fix my confession. Y'all are wonderful. So, so he says, you're going to waste away. But put that verse up. Verse 36. But, or 40, excuse me, thank you. Y'all on it, there you go. But. And I cannot lie. Them other preachers try to deny, but when Jesus walks in with a but, I wish you'd half out somebody and say but. But if they confess their generational sins <laughs> and the generational sins of their fathers, which their unfaithfulness in which they were unfaithful to me and those that were contrary to me, verse forty-one. Come on, verse forty-one. And that I have also walked contrary to them. <laughs> y'all sit cause cause down. Just, just God said, when you chose to curse, you chose to walk contrary to me. Come on, y'all are taught well. So, you know, contrary is the definition of the word evil. <laughs> and I walk contrary to them and I brought them into the land of their enemies. If they're uncircumcised, hearts. you know what that means? Arrogant. You know what? I said this to somebody yesterday. I ain't never met so many arrogant folk that ain't got nothing to be arrogant about. Now, not that there's ever a good reason to be arrogant, but if you're going to be arrogant, have something to be you sitting up here arrogant about your curse. If their arrogant hearts are humbled, and they, watch this, accept their guilt. You know what that means? Own... It. They're saying, well, you know, all of that failed because of those other people. It's all them. I did no wrong. I have ascended to the high holy hill of Zion. So I can see the religious people now because your face tells the story. Put the verse up. Let's leave it there. <laughs> Say, Lord. Lord in, the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I refuse, I refuse to have a prideful heart. Now, you don't understand heart means mind. Which means don't fight the medicine. Don't fight the doctor. You said, Lord, I just want to be healed of diabetes. The doctor said, but don't eat no more Krispy Kreme. Or, oh, don't it. there. Or uh, any other donuts. Ah, whatever. Or eat lots of Krispy Kreme. <laughs> or whatever your particular thing is. Let me be clear. I do not endorse or unendorse any food product that you choose to consume. You consume whatever you'd like to consume. If you want to have a dozen of donuts before the game today, your day, yeah, I get two. Did I? It's clean, okay. <laughs> if the doctor says, please consume less white sugar, and you choose to consume... Copious quantities of different kinds of sugar. (laughs) You fighting the doctor. Quit fighting him and let him do what he does. You get the point I was trying to make? Look what it says. If your uncircumcised heart is humble and you accept your guilt, verse 42, then I will remember my covenant with Jacob and my covenant with Isaac and my covenant Abraham. What's that covenant say? Genesis 12. I'll bless you. And I'll bless those that bless you. I'll curse them that curse you. And you, the family, shall be blessed. What does that mean? You interrupted the curses. You killed them. You broke the chains. He says, I will remember. I will remember the land. What's that mean? God says, I will remember all the stuff that you've been trying to work that ain't been working for you. Verse 43. The land shall be left empty by them, and you will enjoy its Sabbath while it lies desolate without them. You missed it. Now, Jesus is our eternal Sabbath, but but look, but, but watch this. He says, the land shall also be left empty by them, and you will enjoy rest while it lies desolate without them. Who's them? Your enemies. So you breaking your curses has a direct relationship to your enemies. They will accept their guilt because they've despised my judgments because their soul abhorred my statutes. Verse 44. Yet for all that, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not cast them away. I shall not abhor them to utterly destroy them and break my covenant with them, for I am the Lord their God. Verse 45. But for their sake, somebody say, for my sake. sake. Say it again, for my sake. sake. I will remember the covenant of their ancestors, whom I brought out of the land of Egypt in the sight of the nations, that I might be their God. I am the Lord. Now, so verse verse forty. That's where we need to get because the first step is we got to do what? Say something. Verse forty. But if they what? Confess. Y'all ready? Now, this is just for those that like to kill the curses, and for those of you that deliver them and reproduce them. Please don't say what we're getting ready to say. Okay. All right. All right. Lay your hands on yourself. Say, Father, Father, in in the name of Jesus, I've read your word. I believe your word you said if I confess my iniquity and the iniquity of the generations before me that not only would you forgive me but you would begin to turn things that are not working for me to begin to work for me because I believe this book I said something and because I said something In the name of Jesus, every single generational curse over my bloodline and my life is broken now. Now, now watch this, because we got some more to do. Now, now check this out. Check this out. Here's what I love about the scriptures is that we can speak and pray and declare something now that can go back to then because of I am. I got to say it slow so we get it. Moses, Moses is talking to a God. He doesn't know the name of the God he's talking to. He just knows that he's the God of their fathers. And he says to him, he says, well, who shall I say sent me? Now, he didn't want to go. But then finally, when he realized that I ain't getting out of this, he said, okay, tell me who it is that sent me. Because I'm not going up there talking about the name of Moses. He says, so you better tell me what your name is. And the Lord's response was not, I am Yahweh. No, his, name, his response was not, I am YHWH." Um, his response was not any of those things. You know what his response was? He says in the Hebrew, a year, a share, a year. You know what that means? He, he, the Bible translates it into, I am that I am. That, that's not actually what it literally translates into, but it literally translates into, I will prove that which I am to be. Here it is, Exodus three fourteen, 14. And God said to Moses, I am who I am. I'm going to show you who I am. B- because I could tell you, but, but you might not really get that. But So what I'm going to do for Pharaoh and for y'all is I'm going to show you. See, some of you, some of the stuff you went through is because God says, I got to show you so that you'll never doubt me another day of your life. It was I am that healed you. It was I am that kept you. It was I am that saved you. It was I am that kept you from blowing your brains out. It was I am. He says, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Check this out. Check this out. Which means because I am, that means God is in a perpetual state of now. He is perpetually now. So when I get to 10 minutes from now, it's not the future, it's now. That's why why he has no beginning and he has no end because he is always now. That's why the scripture says, "Now faith is." Check this out. Uh, because it is always now, it is taking what I have seen in a glimpse of the future and bringing it into my present. Because it is now, there is no span of time with God. There is only expansive time with you and I. I feel like preaching for just a moment right here. So God says because I am you can pray something for generations before you and because I am perpetually I am even though you're praying about something that happens hundreds of years before I am which means I can speak to you in your now and go back to your then so I can change your tomorrow because I am I am that I am that I am that I am that I somebody shout I am That's why, watch this, let me help your neighbor. That's why every time when you say stuff like I'm this and I'm this, you ever notice how how, how the negative stuff happens real quick? I'm just so tired. You ever know why? Because God said, you used my name. Oh, uh, come on, with the bishop. God says, when you said I am talking about you, you were actually using his name in vain. Ain't nobody in the church going to understand what I'm saying? He says, so you better start saying, I am blessed. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and never beneath. I am prospering more than I ever have. I am the curse. Because every time you say, I am, you're using his name. Even when you're talking about you, you're using his name. Okay, step one was, step two, you gotta move something. Say something. Step two, move something. <laughs> now, check this out. You can be free from a curse, but still act like you're cursed. Have you ever been off work, but still got dressed? Some you said you drove in. Watch this, B- Bishop. What happened? You forgot and you defaulted to your natural rhythm. For for most of us, we have a natural rhythm in the mornings. You know, and maybe your rhythm is you wake up. Uh, see, when I wake up, first thing I want to do is talk to Jesus. So, I know your neighbor when they wake up, first thing they do is talk to the face of the book don't act because some of y'all be putting stuff up that says way too early. You ain't, you couldn't have talked to Jesus yet. (laughs) I'm just joking. I'm just being funny. Check this out. So you're in your natural rhythm, right? For many people, let's just make a, can we make a generic rhythm real quick? And I'm almost through a generic rhythm. You wake up, you talk to the Lord, got it. You hit the clock a few times. Okay. And then you go through your natural rhythm. So, you know, because you're a person of excellence, your clothes were ready last night. Because you're not shocked like you were shocked. Oh, my God, Tuesday came. You knew Tuesday was coming, so you got yourself. Because you're a person of excellence. Look at somebody say, I'm excellent. huh?" So your stuff was ready the night before. It was ready the night before. You had it laid out, so you ain't got to get in the morning. Oh, my God, I can't find a tie. Oh, my God, I can't find my shoes. Where are my stockings at? See, 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 parents, you got to stop putting your children through all that trauma in the morning. Because they got to pay for the stuff that you lost. Where are my shoes at? Where, are my, where, 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 you, where you put your shoes how is it your eight-year-old's fault that your shoes are missing? Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Where are my socks at? Y'all always be losing my socks. Where are my socks? See, I'm, I'm gonna put my socks in my trunk. You're weird. <laughs> I'm just joking. If you're offended, please come on, really. So you go through your natural rhythm, right? You go through your natural rhythm. You hop in the shower. You do whatever you do. You know, you do whatever you do. You get in your car. You're driving to work. You're in your natural rhythm, right? Check this out. That's your default rhythm. It's your natural rhythm. So check this out. My question was, have you ever been off work but still got up and went through your natural rhythm to only remember, oh, I'm, oh, shoot. Well, I got all ready. Got it? Check check, check this out. Check this out. Watch this. (laughs) Say move something. something. When you forget you're free. When you forget you're the curse breaker. When you forget that you're the head and not the tail. When you forget that you're above only and never beneath. When you forget that, you default to your natural rhythm. Uh, So say, I got to move something. So here's what you do. You move your natural rhythm by confessing this. That's not who I am. Okay, y'all, y'all miss it. So when the curse tries to take you to your natural rhythm, okay, I somebody give me an example of a natural rhythm. That's a curse. Well, that's good. That's good. Ooh, that's too early. You show enough command in your day. I mean, you... <laughs> the angels was just getting up there, and they're like, "What's she doing?" didn't no, i just, I'm just, getting out of time. Praise God for you, Amen, Amen. We thank God for that, Amen. Thank God for all the morning people. We bless the Lord for you. Hallelujah, bless His holy name. Now for the rest of us, <laughs> Ooh we. I like that. Eating when you're depressed. Okay, I like that. I like that. We'll use that one. So you're so so for some people, they're emotional eaters. So when 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 bad stuff happens, oh god, I just need a sandwich. Oh my god, I just need some chips. Oh my god, I just need some ice cream. Oh my god, I just need some chunky monkey. Oh my god, I just need some cookies and cream. <laughs> Commercial break, they got these new ice cream bars. Uh now, I ain't had one in a year. <laughs> ain't he all right? Yeah. Won't he do it? Won't yeah. he, won't he, won't he, won't he, won't he? Okay, so what? <laughs> uh, and I had this ice cream bar one day. And let me tell you, it, 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 was, a, it was a religious experience. <laughs> it was so good. This is the old, this is the old bishop. This is last year's version of bishop. <laughs> this is the early part of the I- And I, I had one. I said, OMG. I don't know if they got Heron in here or what they got in here. Some kind of narcotic. This can't be legal, whatever they're putting in here. But whatever it is, give me two more boxes. Two more boxes? Because it's only three in a box. So give me two more boxes? Two, no, uh, two boxes. Now, you heard me when I said two. Don't sit there acting confused. And then I kind of justified it because I said, well, they only like 500 calories a pop. So I was like, well, the daily thing is 2000 a day. So I was like, well, four, I made no big deal. <laughs> and then I was like, and then I went jogging. <laughs> I was adding up exercise from weeks before. Well, two weeks ago, I had went jogging. and I did some weight training. I build muscle real fast. So I did some weight training. And so I just okay, all right. Commercial's over. Okay. <laughs> so I it busy? What can kind I of ask? I'll tell you in the vestibule. I'll tell you in the vestibule. I ain't telling you all across the now, now, now watch this. Check this out. I'm almost done. Watch this. Your natural rhythm, I heard somebody say, you're eating when you're depressed. Okay, so your natural rhythm is to do that, okay? So let's make it real plain, make it real plain. And let's just for the sake of this discussion say that that's a curse, which it could be because if you keep on eating and keep on eating and keep on eating, you can keep on eating, you know, that you don't want to keep doing all that, you understand? Check this out, check this out. So if that's your natural rhythm, what you got to do is when you're in the store, looking at the box of ice cream bars and you're thinking i deserve this because i had a bad day you say that's not who i am you counteract your natural rhythm which means you move something come on come on be a good church be a good church when your natural rhythm watch this when your natural rhythm is to get into low self-esteem You know what? I was looking. It's Black History Month, and I was looking at a lot of the pictures that were taken. I was doing some studying about particularly Harriet Tubman on yesterday, and I was looking. I started looking at a lot of the pictures that they took of the slave families back in those days, and I noticed something about every picture. All of them had their heads down. They didn't even have the esteem, to. because you know what? You know what oppression's about? It's about breaking your spirit. So you keep hitting the dog, uh, you keep hitting the dog, saying, no, don't get down there. You keep hitting him on the head, You keep. eventually you ain't going to have to hit him on the head no more. He'll keep his head down on his own. And that's what life has tried to do to some of y'all. It's been hitting you on the head, hitting you on the head, hitting you on the head, hitting you on the head. Because it's like, eventually, I ain't even going to have to do nothing no more. But you came to the right place today. Yeah, 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 came to the right place today. So if your natural rhythm is to do that, what you got to say is, no, wait a minute, that's not who I am if your natural rhythm is to start thinning all these conspiracy theories about how the world is against you but I just understand I went to church this morning and so and so didn't say hi to me and then I looked over at so and so and they didn't say hi to me either. I don't know what's going on I just got to pray and see what the Lord wants me to be are you that uh, touched <laughs> that's what we used to call them in the south touched don't be that touched maybe they didn't see you say hi and if you're so spiritual, uh, go over and say, hey, yourself. Good morning. How you doing? Oh, hey, how you? I oh, know I am. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Say, I got to move something. You got to break your natural rhythm. And here's what you say. That's not who I am. I'm free from every generational curse. So check this out. Check this out. When the, church, when the curse tries to get you to, to do something, because you're free, because you'll act like you cursed. You could have a million dollars in the bank. You ever had money? You ever just got paid? And, 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 and because you, you, the Lord's doing great things in your finances. But I'm, so I'm talking about several years ago. Several years ago. I'm talking about several years ago where it was Friday, but you was acting like it was Thursday. So you didn't realize your direct deposit had hit? Am I not speaking? Am I saying tongues and I think it's English? And so, and so you're like, well, shoot, I got to wait until, and you wait, wait a minute, it's Friday. Blessed be the name of our Lord God. I'm talking about a few years ago, because I know you're so blessed now, you don't even look. You're just like, oh, it's in there. Just at least say I receive it. I mean, even call things that be not as though they were. I mean, at least act like you receive it. No, no, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Say I got to move something. So you got to break your natural rhythm. If your natural rhythm, when somebody crosses you, is to cuss them. And don't sit up here and act like you ain't cuss some folk out. You ought to be glad you serve a Jesus that can forgive you for cussing folk out. And I realize sometimes that's the only thing they understand. I realize that one too. Some people don't speak English. They speak cuss. You're like, please go sit over there. Huh? Beep, beep, beep. Oh, Okay. A pastor friend of mine, a pastor friend of mine, he he had a relative and, and, and she talked real strong to her child. He said, Why you you don't understand what I mean when I say real strong? Yes, okay, some of you don't. She cussed her out. And he said, he said, Why you talk to her like that? He, they said, because when I talk to her regular, she don't understand me. But when I cuss her, she understands me. Now, for those of you saying, see, Bishop, that's right. Now, now I'm not saying I'm not trying to justify. <laughs> I'm just saying I understand but I'm not saying that is right I'm just saying I understand amen <laughs> somebody just lift their hands and shout thank you y'all just I, see y'all don't see all the reformed cussers know how to just lift their hands and say thank you thank you thank you if that's your natural rhythm here's what you gotta do move something Give me two minutes. I want to talk about it now. No, you better give me two minutes. Give me two. Just give me two. Thank you. Give me two. I got to say something, then I got to move something. You can give me two. Matter of fact, for that, I'm going to need four. <laughs> Let the meditation of my heart and the words of my mouth be accepted in my sight, O Lord, my servant, and my redeemer. Praise the Lord. Now, what I'm hearing you say. (laughs) See, some of y'all are so religious, you can't even be real. Touch the neighbor and say, get free. free. Bishop, I don't use profanity. What did you do on Thursday? Why do you call that then? (laughs) Check this out. Even when you make a mistake and you find yourself in it, just move something. So even, let's just use our cussing analogy for example. Even if you're midway through a cuss out. I'm just trying to make a... They shouting on the internet campus, I know they are. When you find yourself midway through. I mean, they just hold a beep button. Stop and say, wait a minute. That's not who I am. That's not who I am. That's not who I am. <laughs> that, ain't who I am. that ain't who I am. That ain't who I am. That ain't who I am. Please forgive me. I didn't mean to cuss you like that. You supposed to be a Christian. Ooh, I am. That's why I just move something. I'm just using this as an example. Okay. Does that, does that work? Okay. So even when depression starts setting in, and ladies, you know when it starts setting in, can I talk to the ladies for 20 seconds? Let me let me bawl, let me bawl, let me ball twenty seconds, fellas. Let me just talk to the ladies for just a minute. Just between me and the ladies. Just me and the ladies. Okay, ladies. You know when depression's trying to set in because you stop caring about how you care yourself. <laughs> and so and so and so when depression because you know normally you make sure this, make sure that, make sure that when depression starting to cut it, you like well, I'm up. I'm here. Some of y'all even got that depressed hairstyle to where when you wear that style, everybody know, oh, they're going through something. Y'all, okay, I'm just talking to the ladies. So I'm just telling you, I'm telling you what your daddy should have told you. That's what I'm doing. I'm just telling you what you So when depression starts trying to set in, we just that's not who I am. So when you start coming home and it's the middle of the day, close the blinds, turn on the air. Give me my sheet. I'm going to lay down. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Say something, do something, move something. Do something. I just need a nap. (laughs) That's not to say you don't sometimes need. But see, look, you were taught that in your generations because generations before you taught you that a nap was the cure to everything. Mama, I broke my ankle. Lay down and take a nap. Mama, so-and-so was mean to me at school. You better let go in there and lay down and take you a nap. <laughs> no, nobody, no, nobody. Okay. <laughs> step one. So. Step two. All right, step three. Here it is. Do something. <laughs> so you got the steps? Say something, move something, do something. <laughs> Watch this here. Step three. Watch this. Uh, that prayer and the confession that we just said a moment ago is not enough. And that's where most people stop. So most people are going to stop and say, I confessed it and it's done. Hallelujah, it's done. It's already done in Jesus' name. Check this out. But your actions now have to match your confessions. Are you hearing me? Okay, so let me give you an exa- another example. I'm just using examples. I, I hope you're getting the point because sometimes when we can see things, we can understand things better. Watch this. Uh, if you if- if you got a financial thing in your bloodline, got it? And you're saying I'm the interruption to that. And so you're saying I'm, I'm debt free in Jesus' name. Okay, then, okay, so that's a nice confession. But you can't keep buying stuff you don't need. Come right. right, on, I'm just waiting on the Lord to stop me. <laughs> what you want him to do is you trying to put the card in the. <laughs> well, I mean, what, what you expect him to do? Lord, just jump in the middle of the card and don't let the transaction go through. And that's how i know. You're playing Russian roulette and, you, and that's dangerous. It's like driving your car off the side of the bridge. Lord, if you love me, just let angels come up. At the, you finna go in that water and it's too cold to be playing in water like that. Too cold for all that. Are you getting my point? See, check this out. Uh, here it is. We're, we're done. Breaking a curse is like birthing a baby. Any mothers in here know what I'm talking about? Well, check this out, mothers. When it starts getting painful, what does the doctor tell you to do? Well, now, what did he tell y'all to do? He, he, he does tell you to breathe. You know why? Can I connect the dot? He says, I need you to get some air into the atmosphere. Change the s- spirit, Ruach. But you know what he says? What most doctors say? I saw him told. <laughs> I was watching Discovery Channel, and what they told her was, I'm just joking. What they told her was, listen, when it's painful and when it seems hard, push. Now, here's, here's our natural rhythm. Our natural rhythm isn't, well, I'm going to push when it ain't hurting no more. <laughs> and I'm going to push when it's not hard no more. No. instead what does the doctor tell you i know it hurts and if you push we get this thing up out of you now we can be here for 10 minutes or we can be here all day but it all depends on how you push it all depends on what you do so i gotta not only say something i gotta not only move something but i gotta do something oh and when it feels hard to break the curse up and when it feels hard to wake up another day i and when it feels like I want to throw in the towel, I got to. Can I take it another further? Here it is. Watch this. Uh, 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 says, say, what we must do is choose the blessing. Say, I choose the blessing. Now, the opposite of the curse is the blessing. The blessing is an empowerment to do well, to prosper, to be made whole. Now, prosper just means uh, the word shalom. Nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken all as well. Now, this is chosen by what we do on a daily basis. Got it? You can't just choose it on Sunday. You have to choose it every day. Say, iriday. Every day. No, say it like you're from the country. Say, iriday. Okay, now say it like you're from every day. All right, watch this. Now, Deuteronomy 30, 19, here's what it says. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death. Now, look at it. It says, I call heaven and earth. In other words, he's saying, heaven's going to do and earth is going to respond to what you choose. And, and when did he do it, y'all? He said what? Today. You missed it. You missed it. Lord, I just, I prayed a prayer on Sunday. And where the blessing at? He said, well, what you didn't understand is that was Sunday. So I need you to choose again today. Deuteronomy 30, 19. Here it is. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Now he says, just in case this seems like a tough test, I'm going to tell you the answer. Choose life or the blessing. That both you and your bloodline might have abundant life. You ought to come on here. So, check this out. That means I got to do something different than my natural rhythm. Okay, so this is a reiteration of what we've learned here. If you normally blank, choose not to. Whatever the blank is, I choose not to. Okay, okay. I've been, I've been, I've been, lately, I've been consciously challenging myself. To, to, to choose to see certain things differently and, and choose to say, I don't know about you, can I talk about me for 10 seconds? Yes, okay, fine, I'll give you five. Okay, so, uh, you, you know, th- there are certain times where, where I, I would make conclusions about certain things um, and, and not realize that perhaps the person I was concluding about just didn't know how to communicate. So, what I interpreted the message to be perhaps was not what they thought they were sending because they just didn't know that that's what they were sending. Right. Right. You, you follow? So, there's there's certain things that I've, I've been consciously say. Okay, let me. Because I got to say something, move something, do something. So it's like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, that's what that was? Oh, take this out. Say, so I have options. Said so I gotta have options. Here it is, and, and we're done, but I needed to slow it down so that you hear me real good. Because if you don't remember nothing else I just said, I need you to remember this point. The biggest lie of the curse is that you don't have any choice except your natural dysfunctional rhythm. That's its lie. Its lie is this is just how all the women in our family are. It's lie is, this is just how all the men in our family are. It's lie is, everybody deals with this. this is a, uh, got it? So the biggest lie is that you don't have a choice. Say, I have options. I have a choice. All right, so here it is. Here it is. Where my curse breakers at? <laughs> Step, one. Step one. Step two. Do Step three. Do See, it's a dance. See, it's a dance. No, it's a dance, okay? And we're going to make one up in just a second. <laughs> okay, you, you ready come? Come on, you need a dance, okay? All right, oh, what's that right, one? Say something. Okay, what is it that you're saying? That's, that's not who I am. That's not who I am. That's not God not who I am S- step two move step three do step one say step something. two okay now I want you to I want you I'm gonna teach it to you how to say it real fast so you're gonna remember it tomorrow you got it y'all ready this is a lesson now okay i want to make sure they get this on the tape on nah, CD see say something move something do some Say, say, say something, do some move something. <laughs> Good. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I'm going I'm to I'm teach y'all southern principles after a while. Say real fast for me. Ready? Go. Okay. Now, come on. I need you to let the Denver go. Let it go. Hey, hey, hey. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Touch, 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 touch. Let it go. Ready? Go. Okay. Now, Bishop, why are you giving that? Because, listen, you got all this Hebrew and Greek, all I gave you, that's great. But tomorrow, when you're in the throw of your stuff... I need you to remember something real simple. And so tomorrow when your curse is trying to talk to you, you got, oh, wait a minute, say something, do something, move something. <laughs> say something, move something, do something. And even if you get it wrong, move something, say something, do something. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. But I, I just got to do something that's going to remind me that when I'm in the moment of decision, that I got options. When the curse is talking, I need to remind myself, I got options. With the curse breaker, say something, move something, and do Everybody stand with me. <laughs> Y'all got it? Yes, I right, try it. Go. Yes, see, see so, so watch this. When, 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 if you get a piece of bad news, and your natural thing is say, "Lord, how could you do this to me? Just say something? Say something. move something. do something. When somebody tempts you. To cuss him. Using an example. Using an example. Using an example. Just use an example. Just use. Before whew, comes out, say something, do some, do something. And you might have to say it fast to where it sounds like tongues. Say something, do something, some, do something. Say something, do something, some, do something. Say something, do something, some, do something. You got it? Got to remind that. When you feel like God isn't doing anything for you, say something some musum, do something when you feel like parents your children have worked your last nerve say something move some musum, do something when you think you're never gonna get out of that debt say something some musum, do something when it feels like this is gonna be the story of your life say something some musum, do something you got it so since y'all got it we won't put the dance to it father In the name of Jesus, we do celebrate you and honor you this day. We thank you that you have given us the power over every generational curse. So today, we choose. We've chosen today. We've chosen today. We have chosen today to say something, to move something, and to do something. And Father, even when we make mistakes and fail and don't do that which we know to do thank you for forgiveness thank you for another day to say something to move something and to do something we thank you that failure is never the end with you so long as we say something move something do something lay your hands on yourself Say in the name of Jesus. I am blessed. I am the head and not the tail. I am the curse breaker. I am the interruption to the dysfunction of my bloodline. I am that that I am. And today, I will stop fighting you. Thank you for giving me the grace to be humble, to realize that there are things I can do something about. I'm not a victim. not a failure failure. I am am in the process process of a comeback comeback. I refuse refuse to accept accept what the curse curse has said about me me. I may have done done everything everything that the curses said said I did but I am not